0: Welcome to the podcast, And the Church Said. This podcast discusses faith, mental health, church, and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. I am Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, and I am your host for this podcast. Consider me your church counselor and consultant who is discipling the body and the members in mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual health. I am trained in both psychology and theology. We are equipped and equipping for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. This applies also to our special guests who have opinions and professional insights and expertise of their own. Their contribution is also not to be regarded as therapy. Our aim here is to hold conversation around these important topics regarding the church and mental health. So thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Hello everyone. I am so glad to have you join us on today. So thank you to all of you who continue to listen to the podcast, those of you who subscribe and share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know I sound like a broken record, but I do want to express my gratitude to those of you who are loyal in listening and sharing and following the podcast. So i so so deeply appreciate um, your support. I really, really do. And that's why I continue to mention that I am grateful for that support. And to remind you that if you don't mind leaving ratings and writing reviews, that also is so very beneficial to me as a podcaster, Um, just in the sea of podcasts. It just makes us a little bit easier to be found for the subject matter that we create, okay? So again, thank y'all so much. I'm so appreciative to you for your support. Well, I thought today I would come with a different topic. However, I'm still on this one verse in Isaiah. Still here. Still processing and separating and meditating on Isaiah 30, verse 8. So that means that we are still focusing on the art of journaling, the discipline of journaling, the skill of journaling, however we so want to kind of um, perceive it. But we're talking about journaling and the benefits of expressive writing again, okay? Today, though, our topic is going to be for the future or the future. So I'm going to just review Isaiah 30, verse eight, which reads, go now, write it on a tablet in their presence and inscribe it on a scroll. It will be for the future forever and ever. Now, last week, we focused on that portion of this particular verse in their presence. And we talked about what do we do with all of those things, those outcomes, those um, outcomes or those poor choices when they are in our presence and when they're staring us in our face, like what do we do with that? That's what we focused on, on last week. And today, what I want to focus on is going to be just really kind of two points that I want to just highlight for us on today. And the first one is, how is it that we deal with the consequences of other people's decisions? And just like when life just throws us curveballs, right? This is not necessarily as a direct result of our choices. That's one thing. Other thing will be, what do we do with these words for the future that we find in this particular verse, Isaiah 30, verse eight. And, you know, why am I focusing on that as the subject matter for this particular episode? So I'm gonna just kind of elaborate kind of briefly on those two points for today. And um, let's see what we will get from this conversation. So again, I've been discussing that verse eight. Isaiah was instructed again to write it down, to write it on the tablet in their presence. So over the last couple of weeks, we've mentioned what was written down. It was all of the poor choices that were made by Judah, their rebellion against God, their unholy alliance with Egypt. We mentioned where it was written. We were underscoring the benefits of just writing, writing expressively, writing things down, either on the tablet, uh, in a journal, using your little notes app on your phone or any other electronic journaling app or pen and paper. However, we were talking about just writing it down. And then we mentioned the benefits of having these things written in our presence as a reminder of the unfortunate events that um, have happened possibly due to our choices, which also included, you know, being disobedient to God as that whole passage talked about Judah. Being disobedient to God. But what I wanted to shine the spotlight on today is what if our difficulties are the results of others and their choices? And what if I happen to have been caught in like the crossfire of their decisions? What if what I'm dealing with in my life has nothing to do with my choices? What if what I am dealing with is because all of a sudden um, I got blindsided by this curveball that was thrown at me by life and I just did not even see it coming? Because this is a real scenario for lots of us, right? Yeah, we can bring some things on ourselves. But yes, we also suffer due to the poor choices of others and to the unexpected circumstances of life. So some of us are dealing with rejections and abandonments and abuse, trauma, fears and anxieties and pains and confusion and frustrations and other various effects as a result of what maybe some other people have done or, again, just this result of living life. I know we talked about um, Isaiah being instructed to write about those deeds and emphasizing how we, too, even when we make poor decisions, we can and we need to write it down on a tablet. And so often... I think about what others may be feeling who listen to this and think, okay, this is great. God's compassion and mercy are waiting. And yeah, I get that, you know, things are nuanced and layered. And I know she's focusing on the mercy of God for those who rebel and make poor choices. Or what about me? Me, the one who is suffering at the hand of a decision that is made by someone else. Or what about me, the one that has been dealt a hefty and a traumatic blow by life? What about me? And so since that kept coming to me, I wanted to focus the podcast on on you, on us, (laughs) those of us who have suffered and are suffering because of the decisions of other people. And also how we are suffering just because life can sometimes be very, very, very hard. I want us to look at how expressive writing can still be beneficial. Now, everything that I have mentioned in the last few episodes still hold true about expressive writing. And I did mention that if we are dealing with like difficult life experiences as well as if we made poor decisions and are dealing with those consequences, these tools can still be beneficial. However, to those of us who are suffering due to the choices of others or because of those twists and turns of life. And those things are just wrecking havoc. And we're reeling and we are seeking some reprieve and some relief. I want to focus on you and for the future. Now, remember, Journaling is a way for us to remember what God has done for us, and it can also serve as a record for us for those times in life when life is just messed up, you know, when things are just tore up from the floor up, can't get a break. Wouldn't be in this mess if it were not for mama or daddy or husband or wife or daughter or son or friend or boss or co-worker or that enemy or preacher or prayer partner or youth leader or deacon or minister or my pastor. What? Or that diagnosis or the inattentive driver or the person who mugged me, or the layoff, or the overdrawn bank account. I mean, I could go on and on, but I'm more than sure you get the picture and can possibly fill in the blanks with more. And as painful as it is, we need to remember. We need to write it on a tablet in a tablet, all of the things. And again, here we are, it's now in our presence. These things are before us, staring right back at us again, square in the face. These pages, these entries are saying to us, this is what has happened to us, not because of anything that we have done, but here we are. And so what do we now do with this that is in our presence? Well, remember, it served as a reminder or it serves as a reminder for the future forever and ever. So what does all of the things with which we are dealing have to do with the future. How is this for the future? Well, when it seems as though so much of life is out of control, and when we are dealing with things that life just again curveballed at us, or things that others decided they would do, maybe knowing or not knowing and not understanding the impact of their decisions on others, the choice we do have is how to respond. And many people hear this and feel they have to take the lemons and immediately make lemonade. And I push back on that. I tend to disagree. I mean, we might get there, But before that, some may need to take the lemons and throw them. Now, in a way and in a place that doesn't cause any harm to anyone or to any property. Okay, let's let's put that disclaimer in there. But we just may want to throw the lemons. Or we may want to just squeeze the lemons in our hands to release the tension. Or we might just want to look at them. And say, like, who invited you into my life? See, I believe you must go through the process. If you're not ready to make lemonade, then don't. Because you're bypassing a very important and necessary emotional processing that can usher us into what now do we do? So we have to be careful to not ruminate over all of the things. Reviewing and ruminating are two different things. Reviewing these events when we express the emotions and cognitively process them can lead to diminished emotional responses. Now, ruminating means that we tend to kind of circle around and we tend to stay fixated on the negative emotions and thoughts and feelings. And I know there's no hard rule for it has to be three days or three months or six months or nine months because Every situation is different. Every individual is unique in how he or she may process some things. So when you're in doubts, just consult a therapist, just get with a mental health clinician and just kind of ask, I feel like, am I ruminating or am I reviewing? Because depending on how complex things are, some may see it as ruminating and we may say, no, it seems to me like you're still reviewing it. So that is nuanced there. And I think it does require the skill of a clinician to help you to be able to distinguish between the two. Okay. But ruminating, again, means that we are fixated on those negative thoughts and emotions and those behaviors, and we have a hard time moving to the process of um, or, uh, moving to cognitively processing. And if you find that that's you, again, this is where we need to seek out a therapist because it usually suggests that there is more complexity that has to be assessed and acknowledged. And perhaps then you can deal with um, deal with that before you can effectively move into cognitively processing, okay? So let me say that again. When there is more complexity that is involved, all of that has to be acknowledged, assessed for, and maybe treated differently before you can effectively move into cognitively processing. So again, that is going to be a place where we need for you to consult mental health professionals if you cannot move to that process of cognitively processing it because you tend to be stuck ruminating on the emotional parts of it, okay? Now, if you are able to move through, hear me say move through and not around the process cognitively, through it, then you might be able to start making some sense out of these troubling experiences. You can begin to organize these things more in your mind. You can develop more coherence in the narrative of this phase of your life. Our goal is never avoidance, but integration. We want to fold these things, these difficult things into our lives while learning through the process how to regulate our emotions and our thoughts. Because remember, our thoughts influence our feelings, which influences our choices and behaviors. Sometimes we have to retell our stories to find what we refer to as these unique outcomes where you can see, hey, here is a place I can control. Right here, I see the possibility for a different solution. This is a place where I can control how I process this, how I react to this, Even if I will allow myself to feel this or not, I have that choice. And so it is in that retelling that we can find, possibly find, these unique outcomes. And for the future. Because once we learn how to write and feel and process and ascribe meaning and make choices from what we learn along with regulating skills, we are then able to take these newfound skills and apply them to other experiences in life. Because you do know many are the afflictions. Of the righteous, yeah? Yeah. So something else is going to be down the street waiting on us. But when we are able to take these skills and apply them for the future, research shows that we can experience improvement in our overall functioning, both physically and psychologically. So as a reminder, when we intentionally choose to review all of the things that are written in our presence, we are repeatedly exposed to them. The constant exposure to those negative experiences and difficulties through this process of expressive writing can lead to habituation. Habituation is defined as the diminishing of a physiological or emotional response to a frequently repeated stimulus. Habituation can lead to extinction. Extinction is the gradual weakening of a conditioned response that results in the behavior decreasing or disappearing. So the more we review them, the more it's possible to have diminished emotional responses. We will and we should remember how we felt. However, again, remember if this is facilitated properly, properly, it will move us to understanding and equipping us to make better choices. Including the choice how to deal with the adverse thoughts and feelings and behaviors. So for the future, what's in our tablets, in our journals, where we have been explicit and honest about our fears and our difficulties, we can possibly find purpose. Because again, the more we review, Our expressive writings, the more we process that cognitively, it leads to habituation, which leads to extinction. When we gain that understanding, we can then choose different options. We extinguish those thoughts, those feelings in those behaviors. So God intended for those records to be reviewed for the future in the hopes that Judah would do differently so that Judah could find compassion and the mercy that God has for for them and has for all of us. Now, Bible doesn't say so we hope that there was somebody there that was not in agreement with Judah's decisions but they are caught up because it's like I'm here in Judah but I don't agree with what we are doing yeah so again for those who might not be the ones who made the poor choices but for those who find themselves dealing because of the choices of others and sometimes because of the way life just has dealt the cards to us, yeah. The way to overcome is not through avoidance, but to enter into those negative thoughts, those negative feelings and those negative behaviors. Reminder, I reported from that article from Stapleton, Zang, Zang, and Berman, the article based on the research that showed people find writing to be a beneficial tool to cope with difficulties when facing difficult life experiences. Reminder of those findings, some of those findings that they also reported. Improvement in long-term positive mood. Improvement in overall psychological well-being. Reduction in intrusion and avoidance symptoms. Reduction in post-traumatic symptoms. Reduction in rumination symptoms. And also a reduction in depression and anxiety symptoms. Y'all, this is the mercy and the compassion of God. If we can experience any or all of those findings, isn't that God's compassion and mercy toward us? We learn differently. And now we are equipped to think and to feel and to act differently for the future. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call for the future. What will be your response in the church sin?